This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer. Phenomenal foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Wildlife populations have seen a devastating 69% decline since 1970. 100 million in loans available for Jamaica's micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises through Exim Bank. St. Kitts Nevis, one of the Eastern Caribbean Central Union member states with lowest consumer price increases. Puerto Rican woman makes strides in NASA research for moon mission. And Antigua Airways announces date for inaugural flights to Lagos. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, October 14th. We start a report today at the World Wildlife Fund, where there is devastating reports on the decline of wildlife populations. Bahamanews.net by Chinua News reports that the World Wildlife Fund said on Thursday that wildlife populations in tropical regions are plummeting at a staggering rate and freshwater species populations have globally been reduced by 83 percent. There is no time to lose in securing a nature-positive society. It warned in the 14th edition of its biannual Living Planet Report 2022. Across the globe, monitored wildlife populations of mammals, birds, amphibians, reptiles, and fish have seen a devastating 69% decline on average since 1970. The Living Planet Index within the report provided by the Zoological Society of London shows that between 1970 and 2018, monitored wildlife populations in Latin America and the Caribbean region declined by 94% on average. It also revealed that in less than a lifetime, monitored freshwater populations have fallen by an average of 83%, the largest decline of any species group. Habitat loss and barriers to migration routes are responsible for about half of the threats to monitored migratory fish species. In a video interview with Chinua News, WWF International Director General Marco Lambertini said, we need to restore what's possible and we need to sustainably manage the rest. That means we need to transition the big five economic drivers of nature loss, agriculture, fishing, infrastructure, extractives, and forestry from nature negative to nature positive practices. The report was released on the eve of the 27th United Nations Climate Change Conference to be held in Egypt between November 6th to November 18th. At COP27, our main focus is going to be supporting and pushing for more nature-based solutions to climate to be embraced by the governments and more climate finance to go towards supporting nature-based solutions, Lambertini said. In related news, Latin American ministers call for finance tools to protect against climate disasters. 
Sink its Nevis Observer via Riders reports that finance ministers from across Latin America and the Caribbean have called on the Inter-American Development Bank to look at new finance tools to mitigate the economic shock of climate disasters. Ministers also urge the Inter-American Development Bank to continue backing projects that protect the environment, with the regional lender having historically invested nearly $10 billion in this area. We need products with incentives, Uruguay's finance minister said at a meeting hosted by the IDB in Washington. An underdeveloped country is not going to indebt itself to pursue this path when it has short-term emergencies. Jamaica's finance minister, Nigel Clark, called for risk transfer instruments that would allow Caribbean countries to protect fiscally sustainability even after natural disasters. Among the hardest hit by rising temperatures, Caribbean nations are preparing to seek compensation at the COP27 climate talks as climate change inflicts increasing devastating blows to its tourism industry. According to the report, 10 years ago, the bank estimated climate change could cost the region $100 billion annually by 2050. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. $100 million in loans available for Jamaica's micro, small, and medium enterprise businesses through Exim Bank. Jamaica Information Service reports micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises wishing to take their businesses online can now benefit from funding through the National Export-Import Exim Bank of Jamaica, Exim e-commerce funder. The $100 million loan, which is a partnership between the Exim Bank and the Jamaica's Manufacturers and Exporters Association, was launched in September to help businesses improve their digital footprint in the e-commerce space. The Exim e-commerce funder is suited for businesses seeking to upgrade or develop digital platforms to aid in increasing sales and marketing by appealing to a wider audience and assessing global markets. The loan is open to businesses that have been registered for two or more years, members of the Jamaica Manufacturers and Exporters Association, and all small businesses seeking assistance from development to execution of an e-commerce platform. In other news on commerce, St. Kitts Nevis is one of the Eastern Caribbean Central Union member states with the lowest consumer price increases. Sinkitz Nevis Observer reports the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank disclosed that consumer prices in the Eastern Caribbean Central Union rose by 3.1 percent as of June 2022. Consumer prices have been on the increase since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in March 2020. The Eastern Caribbean Central Union member countries have experienced notable increase in prices, particularly in energy utilities and consumer goods. Anguilla has reported an overall increase of 2%, Antigua and Barbuda 3.7%, Dominica 3.5%, Grenada 1.2%, Montserrat 1.1%, St. Lucia 1.8%, St. Vincent and the Grenadines 2.6%, and St. Kitts and Nevis 1.8%. According to the data, 
fuel and light has seen the largest growth in inflation at 7.7%. Following behind is housing and utilities at 6.3%, household and furniture equipment at 2.8%, and food and transportation and communication at 2%. Inflation has been growing concern for the Caribbean region prior to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Inflations and the rise in the cost of goods and services started from the impact of the COVID-19 on the global economy, supply chain issues, the shortage of goods, and the hoarding of essential goods from larger countries to secure their country's ability to feed their people. The governor of the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank recently said that inflation, while a problem on the wallets of the consumers, will not persist and the region should continue to have confidence in the stability of the EC dollar, where the U.S. is $1 and the EC is $2.70 and has been that way since July 1976. However, the governor admitted that the cost of living is an issue facing the region and indicated there is still a need for structural reform as it relates to the financing with the Eastern Caribbean Central Union and the wider Caribbean. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now on to NASA, where a Puerto Rican woman is making strides in NASA's research for the Armis Moon mission. News 5 Cleveland reports at NASA's Glenn Research Center, Dion Hernandez Lugo is working on power systems that will soon propel astronauts back to the moon. Hernandez Lugo's story started in Puerto Rico, where she fell in love with space at a young age. NASA was my dream. Growing up, I will see a shuttle launch and TV, and I always wanted to come and work here, said Hernandez Lugo, the deputy flight system manager for the power propulsion element. But being on a small island, NASA seemed so far. But she did not let that stop her. Once she got to the University of Puerto Rico, she studied NASA research on her way to a chemistry degree. Hernandez Lugo said that allowed her to apply for the NASA fellowship called the Harriet Jenkins Fellowship. From there, her career took off. Nine years later, she is working on the Artemis mission, which NASA hopes will return humans to the moon. And here's our final note, Antigua Airways announces date for inaugural flights to Lagos. Antigua Newsroom reports it will soon be easier to fly between Antigua and Barbuda and Nigeria as Antigua Airways has confirmed the dates for its inaugural service. In a post on social media, Antigua Airways said, first flight departing Lagos on October 31st, 2022 confirmed holiday package in Antigua with return on November 6, 2022. The airline will be using a single Boeing 767-300ER aircraft to fly from its hub at the VC Bird International Airport in St. John's, Antigua. Antigua Airways will offer three weekly connections from St. John's to Lagos, Accra in Ghana and Toronto, Canada. This podcast has been brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer. Phenomenal foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. 
Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, October 14th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. 